because that that happened to me on one episode and <laughs> it scared the ever-loving crap out of me <laughs> they, you didn't you didn't press didn't record. yeah i didn't press record and me and the guest of uh, fog brain if you've seen him um mm-hmm. we were taught we had talked for 40 minutes until i realized huh i didn't hear the computer voice Oh, <laughs> and thank thank goodness he had nothing to do that day, so it was no worries mm-hmm. in the end. But I was like, every episode since, I'm just like, okay, I need to hear the robot voice, and then I'm good. Recording was, in progress. Was it a was it a berserk episode where you dropped the task cam and it? Yeah, we had to start yeah. all over. <laughs> yeah, I dropped the task cam, and when you do that. It erases whatever you're recording. It was a rough way to find that out, but because we were almost done. Yeah, we did the whole episode, and then we did it take two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that always that always spur the moment like stuff. You just you get to say Spurs things. Of the you, moment. You spur. <laughs> <laughs> Coin that trademark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, let me throw grab. That, throw that my, in with the, I need one more vape pod. Sorry, my classic bigger. Phrase. <laughs> I think the way that that just recorded, the way I heard it anyway, is going to be misinterpreted. I need my iron. I need, my, I need the iron in my lungs. I am the Iron Man. Yeah, are, you, are the... you with the? You got the views? Yep. That's what I got. I got one. Of, I got a black views. Sleek, like the Batmobile, but from my <laughs> mouth. I just got out of uh I just got out of rehab. <laughs> Seems to be what everybody's doing these days. <laughs> Wait, I want the, the next book to be like this is my harrowing story of being a vape addict. Yeah, that's it's rough. I've quit everything else. I mean, that tells you something. If I've I've stopped drinking, I've stopped uh well, I stopped drugs a long time ago but never <laughs> quit never quit the nicotine one of my oldest, once uh, it latches on it can't let go uh, one of my oldest books got a negative review recently because they were like oh this guy's a weed dealer who fucking cares and i'm like this was 2017 dipshit <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda, kinda. yeah that's a really interesting it's funny how you get different types of reviews and you expect it when some poor old lady buys your book and you're like, oh, you are going to not be in for a good time. Sometimes, sometimes they actually like it, but it's weird when it comes from like younger people, especially mm-hmm. people who I guess they would have had to have found us through agitator or you know, this show or TPN or something like that. Like that sounds like something that like a right wing person would say, Oh, he's a, he's a weed dealer. We can't have any weeds. Better not have any crimes about. I hate crimes. (laughs) I had fun with some of those, some of those people Mm -hmm. this week. Yeah. You, you went, you lit into those people. You called that one guy a faggot. (laughs) It got me shadow banned. <laughs> yeah, I can't even banned. search for myself anymore. <laughs> you got yeah, unpersoned. That's, 
Yeah, he got deplatformed for using the bad word on a guy who, frankly, does like. Was that a picture of him that you posted <laughs> with yeah. the with the ponytail? That guy, what a faggot! I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm here, so therefore Kelby can say it. Yep, got my card. I got my card. It was funny though because it's mostly it's mostly gay dudes who liked it. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> Like that's hilarious. He said the word. Yes, (laughs) one of us. us. (laughs) Yeah, like it's true. It's just like when someone slings it out, it's like, oh, get him. Oh, get her. Yeah, yeah. Way to slay, Kelby. Way to slay. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just slay queening these pseudo intellectuals. Drag, dragging some guy through the mud. Yes, Slake, Slake, Helby. <laughs> Get her. If I'm ever actually committing like this brutal public murder, I want that yeah. to be the crowd. That's reaction. what I was thinking. Yes, That's what I was, I was thinking. I was thinking. Yeah, I was just, I was just picturing Kelby running up on a car with like a machine gun and emptying the clip into it, and there's like some gay dude nearby, and he's just like. Honestly, work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fierce diva moment. Yeah. What is it y'all always say? Boots. Yeah, boots. Y'all, say, y'all say boots for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's boots. All right. That's cool. <laughs> and then when you say something's bad, you just say a singular boot. Boot. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Like toot it and boot it. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You, now you're getting it. Mm-hmm. Now, you're now, getting, you can... now you're getting it. <laughs> this I'm is learning. Phagatology 101. <laughs> this, is the, this is the sissy hypno hour. All right. Let's <laughs> y'all, y'all ever see? There was a uh, there was an episode of Love and Hip Hop that is my favorite like 10 seconds of television ever. And I have no idea who these bitches are. It was just on TV. and uh, But they're in a club and they get to you know the grabbing each other's weaves and hold my earrings and all this shit and one of them goes up to the camera with a high heel and pours champagne into the high heel and is like Haha. and then her friend behind her goes bitch that's my that's my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh too funny i remember there's this the famous clip i forget i think it's like uh it's the it was Flava Flav's dating reality show. I forget her name. I think it's a uh, New York Pollard was her name, mm-hmm. and she's just like she's getting into an argument with this one black girl about. It's like you're you're a fake ass bitch. You're so delusion delusional. The girl's just like sitting or standing in the bathroom doorway, just like smiling. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just so Beyonce. And, and then New York Polish is like screaming. It's like, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. <laughs> I'm so I sorry. Beyonce. Yell- I think she was yelling at Hoops, right? I remember this show. Oh, yeah, well. I think it was. Yeah, Hoops won. So, <laughs> Which makes it um, even funnier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I remember miss- watching that show. I remember when Pumpkin spit on New York's face. and. <laughs> And then she went after her. It was a good lube, too. You motherfucking whore! Yeah, she lubed right on her chin, which is just like, somebody has to die if someone spits on your face like that. Can you imagine? Those those old dating shows are so, like, violent and trashy, but, like, I I eat it all up. It's so good. 
It's good. It's good. It was back in the day when, uh, back when reality TV was real. <laughs> <laughs> and now my only reality show is Drag Race. When you drag race, then you might be a might be a gay guy. <laughs> Listen, all I'll say is that the new season is actually kind of funny because they all hate each other and mm-hmm. all their drag is like really cheap and uh all the episodes are 45 minutes long because MTV is like, all right, we gotta speed this up. They can't be over yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta get going. Rio so watch this one called We're Here. Oh yeah, uh, I've heard of that one. It's got uh it's got Shangela and Bob. it's got this one Bob. I like yeah. both of them. And then there's this fat white one who I can't like Eureka. Stand. Yeah, she's just she's always like uh okay, so listen, I'm a big old fat trans bitch. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm like, man, I just wish you would just shut up and she's so just, Eureka's horrible. Like yeah. it's like it's a it's a it's a clear case of like I think that Shangela is a star. And I yeah. think Bob, Bob is obviously a star. Like yeah. they're both stars. And so it's like effortless how they're stars. And then yeah. like she, Eureka Rico, just, <laughs> she wants, she wants to be a star really like she's really thirsty about it. Oh yeah. Um, Cause I, she was at one of Dave Chappelle's cancellations leading the picket line. And when they went to interview her, she was like, uh, she was listing her, her like resume of like oh, all yeah. the TV shows that she'd been on. And I just wouldn't see Shangela doing that. Shangela yeah. would just, Shangela has been on the show three times and like has since never been on it but like Shangela is always doing something when it comes to performances and then Bob's the same too Bob's on Madonna's tour this year which is crazy well they're both hilarious I've seen Shangela live it was a good show mm-hmm. uh, and I, have I seen Bob live I don't think so I used to go to a lot of drag shows because you know wife's a big Fan. They're they're a good time, man. It's yeah. it's pretty fun. You get some drinks. You you. I always sit like towards the back. I'm like always like I'm always Just, like the. It's the rare time that I'm the straightest person in the room. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just always in the background, kind of like I don't know what to do, and then like somebody will be like, "Hey," and I'll be like, "Yeah," and they'll be like, "Oh no, I just needed to get by to go to the bathroom." I'll be like, oh, <laughs> There's definitely a, a straight door. Of being being in gay bars made me realize that we're like no, like you could just tell in their eyes and their body language. They're like, yeah, there's there's nothing here. See, that's interesting because. I have a horrible gaydar. I can't tell. So mm-hmm. I just like immediately hook onto every person. But like some guys are just like so keenly trained about it all. Like I, I could never be on that level. But it, it's also funny too, the, the the gay bar I go to in Charlotte. Uh <laughs> I I looked it up and there's like two reviews that stood out to me. One was a review saying the bar was racist. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the second one was from a straight guy. He's like, I had no idea this was a gay bar. And it was the most <laughs> lovely time ever. I do the enjoy bar- them more. Like, yeah, I do. Have the fun, ones have that I've been too. to, yeah. gay yeah. bars are better than... <clears throat> Let's all go to the woodshed. I was really drunk once and I went to one where these dudes were dancing on a bar and they were in Speedos, right? <laughs> and uh, this one dude looked like he just had this massive wiener in the speedo right and i was asking like it was my wife and her friends and i was like do you think that thing's real and they're like you should go ask him 
So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I walked up to him and I, uh, he's up there on the bar and I'm like, excuse me, sir. I have a question. And he's like, what's up? I'm like, is your dick real? And he's like, why don't you touch it and find out? So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. So I grabbed, it. I was like, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you gay. <laughs> It just continues the trend of Kelby and David. Are they gay or <laughs> the reoccurring storyline? Is yeah. it gay to touch another man's penis? Is that gay? Well, was he your cousin? <laughs> no, not really. Oh, like, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. It's just <laughs> so funny. I literally was gonna pose the question to you too because it was on a, it was on one of my favorite podcasts years ago. And the all four of these guys, they were like Newgrounds animators. Uh, and they had a podcast like, I guess, almost now a decade ago. And there was an episode where four of them got into uh, a debate about is sucking your dick uh, gay? Or suck, your own it dick? Does, yeah, if sucking your own dick makes you gay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they got mm-hmm. into a literal screaming match with each other. Uh, that's like... real yeah i've been in those i've been in those screaming matches before. what do you think kelby is it gay or not well uh are you swallowing or see that's the question that no i'm with you 100 percent. it's i feel like it's gay to swallow but <laughs> not, nothing else about it is because it's you but then I mean... it's a dilemma because it's also polite so it's like do right. i go you have to be kind to yourself yeah, yeah you have to be kind to yourself <laughs> yeah no i get it i get it no that's my stance on it too is that it's totally if i could i probably would because i mean why not you know i'm and just that, not i'm not very flexible that's it was, my issue it was so funny because the it was four because it, it had like a they were like a group of like six or seven and so they would rotate each episode and this one had four, so it was half and half. Two guys said it was gay, two guys said it wasn't. And it's like uh, one the one guy who's like, it makes you gay is like, he's like, you're thinking about a hard dick in your mouth. And that makes you that make, gets you erect. You're gay. It's like, no, it's not gay. I'm pretending to be a girl. <laughs> Dude, the it's... early internet was wild. Could you imagine today if somebody tried to have that? Every everybody would be mad. They would just be like, This is homophobic. It's oh, like, no, it's a question. It's just a question. It's a simple question. You... I would recommend that show. It's called a uh, Sleepy Cast. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I, I think I mentioned this. it too. I mentioned it on several places because it's it was like the one show I listened to before I found all this, all the other people recently, mm-hmm. and it was so it was such a fun episode because these guys were just naturally funny, and I guess to me it was my come town sort of adjacent thing, and. It, there's such a there's just so many great like episodes and storylines like they had an episode about uh would you fuck the green m&m because <laughs> like one of one of them was like a porn artist and he's like i'll draw the m&m with a big pussy and big tits and will you get hard from it <laughs> that's funny did you see they recently were like uh you know what we're not using any Eminem spokespersons anymore until we can figure out how to properly. Right. We need to put a pause to the Eminems and figure out what the hell is going it's on. Like, here. bro, I think y'all are the only ones tripping about it. They're fucking Eminem. <laughs> the green, they took away the green Eminem stripper boots and the nation was never the same. Yeah. yeah they don't honestly, care about the dye. It went from the a wood to cancer. a, I don't know. 
whenever yeah, it was, she lost it was the, the boots. Yeah, it was the boots. Yeah, boots. <laughs> boots. Boot. Wait, is it boots or boot? Boot. Give boots. The, like like boots. like boots like a shoe. Yeah, she had those so, boots that the uh, Austin, the go-go boots that the Austin yeah. Powers girls had. You know, the mm-hmm. fembots or whatever. I was never into the fembots, probably because they had guns that came out of their boobs. <laughs> that was like a double whammy for me. I was like, shit, two birds, one stone. <laughs> I'm like, you know, sort of sexually attracted to firearms. And... Yeah, because it, but it would shoot you unless you're doing it doggy style. But I don't think back then I knew that doggy style existed. That's how I, I, I learned I... was doggy style. Oh, really? That's how you learned. <laughs> which end were you on again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't know where that was going but i figured it'd be a setup for something <laughs> just wait i gotta i gotta i gotta walk back the whole grabbing a guy's wiener thing <laughs> you the gay one <laughs> grabbing a guy's wiener at the bar just to make sure is it real or not it felt real it was hot <laughs> I mean, it's a, fair, it's a fair question though to ask. That's because there's gay underwear brands where they have uh, pouches for your cock to make it look bigger, uh, or you can like stuff a sock in it to make right. it look bigger. So that's yeah. a yeah. Hey, you had a fair a fair dilemma there. I was just wondering because that shit was like that was crazy. That's not what I'm working with. So they call it I big floppa. Like, and he was kind of like my height too. Big flop. <laughs> Put your hands on my penis if you are gay. <laughs> See, this is why I need a Patreon because I would include all of this. <laughs> you should. You, you should include it all. I, it's funny. I, I'm going. I'm going. Well, I'll, I'll include this as like the lead-ins. Like, I'll, I'll ask be like, so is sucking your own dick gay? Yeah. Like that's the, that's how we start the episode off. There we, <laughs> there we go. I would just leave it all in editing. Not about it anymore. I mean, I'm I might. I mean, I'm editing it tonight, so I'll see. Um, see how I'm feeling. <laughs> That'll be just slap a great the music injury. on. That's my impression of this song. Get, it's close enough. That's Ridge Racer Five in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for season two where I'm thinking about using the Ghost in the Shell standalone complex soundtrack for the intro. Ooh, yeah, it's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. it's really fantastic music. I, I love mm-hmm. that soundtrack to death. Um, and it's a shame too, is the game's like the game should be better than like it is, which, which is like kind of a trend of the Ghost in the Shell games. Like the first one is like a weird mech game in the spider mech like mm-hmm. that's such like a weird idea for like a ghost in the shell game and then the standalone complexes were closer to it so i feel like ghost in the shell needs like it almost needs like a cyberpunk game to be honest they, do. Like, they, they need they need to get the developers i think it was bethesda that did tokyo uh ghostwire tokyo yeah the, uh I played the demo of that recently and it was really the gameplay was really underwhelming, but it looked gorgeous. And so I yeah. could imagine a ghost in the shell looking badass with that with that level of graphics. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's Tango Tango Softworks. I forget their full name, but I just call them Tango. That's mm-hmm. where uh Shinji Mikami, that's his studio. He's the creator of Resident Evil. 
He did mm. Resident Evil 4, God Hand, uh, The Evil Within. And, you know, they had been making horror games and then re- literally yesterday drop shadow dropped their new game hi-fi rush mm-hmm. uh which is like a devil may cry game where you have to like where it's all about music and rhythm like timing timing your attacks to the beat of a song and it's got this like vibrant sorta anime art style that like mixed with a comic book aesthetic with uh, it, it looks fantastic like it's called hi-fi yeah hi-fi rush hi-fi uh, rush and it's got like they they have like nine inch nails is on the soundtrack. They have they have fucking Zwan is on the soundtrack. I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> who's, from, who's thinking about Zwan in this time of age? Surprise! Oh, it's an Xbox release. Damn it! Yeah, it's on okay. PC too. Um, okay, but it's like the first Xbox game this generation. I'm like, wow. Okay, they actually put in effort and mm-hmm. like it, in. It's not like a massive game either. It was just kind of like this quick, sort of smaller scale game, and it it looks amazing. And uh, genuinely, people are excited about it. So I mean, yeah, it's got ninety nine percent extremely positive on Steam. Yeah, it's. I think everyone, like literally, everyone loves it. Like it's mm-hmm. charming and fun. Like I, I was genuinely shocked that it turned. It looked as good as it did. It's. That's like the stuff I want Xbox to do, but like Xbox is so in this like weird ground where they want their games to be like service games that never end and you will always be playing them. Right. Do you have an Xbox? No, I, I, I want to, because they have the back compat support. So Mm. like you can play like a ton of 360 games. You can play even some original Xbox games but it's a really small list, but like they, mm-hmm. they boost the performance and they all like are running in 4k. So they're like really well done emulations. That's like the only reason I want one, but I right. want it to get like cheaper a bit because they're still, you know, $500. Cause that's way too much 500 for the one I want. Cause they offer two and yeah. the cheaper one is a digital only uh, yeah. system. Yeah. And it's also weaker. Uh, mm-hmm. than the other one so i was just like yeah 500 want... bucks is gonna cut into your bubsy 3d <laughs> <laughs> that's so true though mm-hmm. if we could play bubsy 3d for the show i would i would lose my mind playing bubsy i one of the hardest i've ever laughed in my life uh sean baby used to be really funny and he used to write for electronic gaming monthly and he wrote a review of bubsy 3d and i can still remember that shit making me just insanely like almost pissed myself laughing from that shit. He was a really good early internet writer. Mm-hmm. Now I think he's like a libtard, unfortunately. There's there's so many good early gaming figures that have just become libtard. Like like I was just thinking about it because I was talking with uh Scott uh on Twitter. Um because they're making like a an FPS of crime hater fame yes um okay. so i was telling he was mentioning uh they're making like this there's this kickstarter documentary about the first person shooter genre and they're interviewing a bunch of famous people like john romero and john carmack from id but they also have cliff cliff blazinski who was you know the unreal tournament guy and he made gears of war 
and he's become like total libtard in the 2010s like especially when you look at games like gears of war which are just like steroid simulator Mm -hmm. uh it's like he's like re uh just apologizing and just trying to like appease everyone and he's like not making games anymore or think something like that but that there's like one guy though who i want to interview for the show i uh but he's like a kind of kind of crazy like gen x live his name's david jaffe uh he's the twisted metal creator and he made Mm -hmm. and he was the he technically he's the creator of god of war and if you go on his twitter it's batshit insane like all over the place like you know he goes from like being kind of a cool interesting out there thinker to being like he's like you know we need to support women in the industry we we need more women voices oh bro he's soy facing in his profile picture yeah i know (laughs) and he has like a he has like a youtube channel like he's he doesn't make games anymore he's kind of just became like an internet personality uh but if you hear him talk about games he's legitimately fascinating like just hearing what Mm -hmm. like the ideas that rumble in his head like he came up with twisted metal from the concept of being stuck in la traffic and just wanting to blow up everything let's go i mean you know the thing about these people too is that there's really no choice for people like us but to learn how to wade through the libtard shit because it's so ubiquitous there's nothing you you'll throw a lot of babies out with the bathwater is what i'm saying you know because like you're saying like this guy obviously has cool things to say about level design and Mm -hmm. you know storytelling and and you lose all that if you get caught up in like hey Elon Musk, why don't yeah. you suck my nuts, you bitch? Like it's like okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, I would keep it focused on games. You know, he's one of the lasting figures because he's he was in the industry for like over twenty years, and a lot of his ideas are just really different and really unique. Uh, like his last game was a multiplayer third person shooter with the whole aesthetic being a kid's science notebook drawings and it was taking place inside the the kid's notebook so like all the characters are drawn like as if like they're pencil drawings mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know just like eraser marks and like just you know kids drawing like skulls you know doing the devil horns like oh, yeah. it's you know it's such a cool aesthetic but like it completely flopped and i think it kind of discouraged him a lot Mm -hmm. i think it was his biggest failure which i think you know because he put on in a lot of work he made like a new studio just for it and it just you know i think it completely broke his heart because i feel like every creator feels that when they put their blood sweat and tears into something they think genuinely could be great and it just gets slammed and i would love to just talk to him like that you know that's like a goal is to like be able to talk to game devs because it's always whenever you, they get the chance to talk about something they all like the way they think about things is just really cool like I would, the the end goal is to get kojima like that would be the yeah, that, that'd be yeah. the series that'd be the yeah. series finale. Kelby, Kelby and i on agitator we have this dilemma where all of the media that we consume is japanese yeah that's the point of the show Mm-hmm. And it presents a really difficult thing because a lot of these 
mangaka don't speak English and yeah. I don't speak Japanese yet. Mm-hmm. And even if I did, like, what would you, how would that work in podcast form? Yeah. <laughs> put it out, you know, I've, uh, but our, our goal is to, uh, eventually, yeah. Get Takashi Miike on through a Yeah. That'd be so cool. I guess the, the one way, cause like Kojima's podcast, he has a Japanese version and an English version. Welcome the to the Kojima project. <laughs> Get inside the mind. Of yeah, I, love, Kojima. I love that <laughs> intro so much. <laughs> it's so him and it works like, but like the, the, yeah, the English one where it's just like, you hear him talking in Japanese, but then like you have his translator on top of his, of the audio track and it works. <laughs> I just love the, the one he did after he revealed DS2 and he's just like talking to, norman he's like you know thank you for all your work and dedication to this project it means the world to me and then you you just they cut to hideo talking he's like i love you (laughs) i love you norman (laughs) it's it's so good i that'll be like the dream to talk to him because whatever rattles up in his mind like you can't even imagine like it's always a lot simpler than I think it's going to be. That's what's funny to me about reading uh, on our Patreon. We have an uh, episode that just came out where I read Kelby something recent that Mike wrote where he talks about how much he loves violence and rape and how there needs to be more of that in, in stuff. And when you read Mike or you listen to Kojima, like they have, like they don't know like philosophers and shit you know what i mean like they're not mm-hmm. you you would play a game like death stranding and you'd be like what mind brought us this and then you read the creative gene and he's like i love superman and batman <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like oh fuck you're a fucking normie he's a normal yeah like, well, he's not he's not normal but he is a normie he, he's completely removed from the in like the, the sort of Twitter discourse of like based and you know libtarded or whatever. He just loves he loves experiencing media of any form, and he always finds something to love in it. Like you know, on his Twitter, he would always just say he would always like rattle off something that he loved about a movie, and it could be something like a a, a Marvel movie, except for Captain Marvel. He had nothing to say good about that one. I remember that yeah. one. He just said, saw Captain Marvel. That's all he said. <laughs> but like he he's like recently been talking about uh that Bollywood movie RRR. It's like great. it's a like, great movie. Yeah, like and he's like totally like when he finds a movie he really likes, he will just spend hour like days going into why he thinks it's great and then he'll get the director of it on and then he'll scan the director and be like you're in my video game now (laughs) i think the the rrr director is in probably going to be in ds2 which is gonna be really funny i think jordan peele is too i think jordan peele uh scanned his face in i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. i feel like that's part of the brain structure contract it's like okay i uh, Mr. Kojima wants you to talk about your movie, but he also wants you to go into the scan room, mm-hmm. like the, all that that all white room that has like a hundred cameras, and he puts dots all on your face. It's like, 
I can't imagine what these like Hollywood directors are thinking. It's like, what is this man doing? And what does he want from me? Yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) I would love, so I think it's good as a creative person to have goals like this. Some people have goals that are monetary and I have those. Some people have goals that are quantitative, like how much are you going to make in your lifetime? What kind of stories are you going to tell? But professional goals, some people have them along the lines of, I want this contract. I want to be on this press. I want to you know, go on a book tour. And I'm like, I don't know how, but I want my face scanned by Kojima Productions and I want to be in a, a game. <laughs> and when that happens, I can be like, I'm done. I, won. <laughs> I got scanned for DS2, but it was only waist down. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of weird. You you are a uh, Norman Reed. You're you're Sam Porter Bridges' uh, leg model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. balls yeah, hanging like, too. Like, okay, Kelby. In this scene, you got to use the toilet. <laughs> okay, here I go. Sitting down. <laughs> I I want to play Death Stranding again. Between... To- just pictured Kelby having to sit down to pee. That made just... that, it just made me laugh. Pictured me <laughs> sitting down to pee. Yeah, yeah, like with your like with your hands folded over, or like on your thigh, you know. Oh and you're man, just... that's how I'm sitting right now. And you're and you're you're humming. You're like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Butters from South Park when I'm in the bathroom. I just go straight kindergartner. Just like, kick your legs about. It's like, hmm, what a lovely day. <laughs> I got a taller toilet just to be able to do that. So I can kick my feet. <laughs> I'm on the big boy seat. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll get it. I'll probably just cut this and make a bonus episode out of it. Just like be like, just title it dick sucking uh self sucking yourself off gay question mark <laughs> yeah <It's> just... <laughs> oh uh this is why i love talking to you guys you guys are awesome i love talking to you guys um but okay i'm a, we're ready to go for real this time let's go okay i will count us in and we will go from there all right let me actually first let me share my <laughs> I'm still always paranoid Discord is going to make a beep sound at me and the <laughs> the Zoom will pick that up somehow. Okay, we're good. Uh, okay. All right. Y'all ready? Ready. All right. Three, two, one.